found. I think we right. haven't been on time in like a year. I know. <laughs> All right, according to Zoom webinar. Hello, I'm a new person to Debbie Chat. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Website audits. I'm back. <laughs> you guys. He's here. Yay. I am back. Here's my motto. Never stand still. I don't know. It's probably coming through backwards, but I'm above average. <laughs> I am back and I'm super happy to be here back on Divi Chat. I have missed obviously all of my friends here on the panel, but I've also missed the live chat and the YouTube channel and stuff and just Divi Chat is in rep in general. So it's really good to be back. Today we're going to talk about website audits. What did you say, Stephanie? Why? Yeah. Why, when, and how? Why, when, and how? That's what we're going to cover. Why you should do them, when you should do them, and how you should do them. I guess that's the direction we're going in. Not in that particular order necessarily, but before we get started, y'all already know these awesome people here, but they get to introduce themselves anyway. So, sorry, Tim. Ladies first. <laughs> Stephanie. What is up, everybody? I am Stephanie Hudson from Focus WP, where we do white label WordPress maintenance, which includes some auditing of your site. As a matter of fact, you can find us at focuswp.co. I answer the chat over there, and you can find me at uh, enjoysweettea.com too, divvy.chat, Facebook, all the divvy groups. <laughs> I'm around. Man, I'm super excited that you're here and around. Me too. Uh, and I'm pretty excited to hear the next person introduce themselves. And that's Esther. Carol and her Mac, Leslie Bernard. Hit, hit me, hit me. I don't see us live on YouTube. Are we live on YouTube? I can't find I it. So. I can't I, find it. It says live, but it I haven't got the notification. Zoom. I got the email. Did I click it in the email and send me the you link? You forgot how to do it. Well, so long. I did close the window as it was doing its thing, but it said live on Zoom, so I just... I said live. Oh, I'm supposed to introduce myself. Sorry. I'm Leslie Brunel. Um, I am a designer down here in Texas, and you can find me at a girl in her Mac. <laughs> I almost said lesliebrunel.com, but that's my other domain, but that's different. I'm working on something else. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not so much a in the little tease, anymore, but I'm around. <laughs> a, little, a little tease in your intro, Leslie. No, like no, don't, don't go look at it. There's nothing. Not, <laughs> it looks like crap. <laughs> hey, um, do me a favor and send me the link um, to the from the from the email that you got, Stephanie, because I still don't see it. It's not working. Mm -mm. No, I don't so think. It's let's working. do this. We're gonna start over. <laughs> Sorry if you're watching this what, and we're cutting out. What I'm on. Wait, I'm we're on. on. We're live. We're live. We're live. We yeah, are? Oh well, give me a send me a link then. Yeah, everyone everyone is saying yes, we're live. Don't leave, don't leave. <laughs> I'll send you. Right, a link. Sorry. Yeah. We're um. You know, it's been. I'll send it to you, David. All right, I got it already. We're there. We're there. Someone needs oh. to mute on their end. This is a disaster. Sorry. Hey. Look. We haven't even gotten through the intros. Hey, hey, the, the new guy is back. <laughs> Ladies have introduced themselves. Let's go with the, the gentleman side of things now. Mr. Streifler. Hey, everybody. I am happy to be here. Tim Streifler, and uh, I'm broadcasting from San Clemente, California. 
And you can find me online at divylife.com, timstreifler.com, and wpgears.com. Mine and David's Divi Business Expert course is open for enrollment for a few more days. So shameless plug there. Plug, plug, plug. Right now, right now. Uh, Awesome. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad I'm back. My name is David Blackman with Aspen Grove Studios and Divi Space, all the other things as well, wpgears, as Tim said. Um, and Divi.chat, you know, hey, we got a badass website over at Divi.chat. It's got a lot of useful information that we've been doing for, God, it's been two years. Almost two years in October. Doing, doing Divi chat. So that's, that's, that's pretty impressive. Um, I'm glad to see all of the audience and stuff. It's good to be back. It's, it's good to see the regulars in there still. They didn't run away. So I'm happy about that. And even some new people. So today we're going to talk about website audits, and before we dive in, I guess we're going to go ahead and let our resident definer tell us what the heck a website audit is. Tim. Yeah, absolutely. It is good to have you back. I, I, we've said that a few times, David, but yeah, happy, happy to hear your voice and see your face here on Divi Chat again. And yeah, uh, website audits. Um, I actually, I don't have a great definition on this because it's something I've never done. So I'm actually here to learn as well. But basically, I'm going to throw it over to Stephanie here in a second. But a website audit is essentially going and uh, taking a look at a client's site and figuring out everything that's wrong with it so that then you can go and upsell your services, uh, recommend different things that they need to do. Some people will use website audit as a way to get their foot in the door. So we're going to be talking about that as well. But it's essentially looking at the site and saying, you know, where could I provide value? So Stephanie, I, I welcome you to correct anything I said that was inaccurate. And yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. None of that is wrong. I mean, just basically the definition of auditing something is going through it and checking it based on a certain, um, a certain measurement, a certain standard. So if you're going to audit your website, you can do all kind of different website audits. You know, you could do a technical audit to make sure your code is sound. You can do um, a content audit, uh, all these different kind of things. Most common when people talk about a website audit, though, of course, they're referring to SEO. You can also do audits that involve your website, but that are like competitive audits. So you can see what your competition is doing. You're basically, you know, I mean, and then there's, of course, everyone's very favorite, favorite audit. The IRS audit, which as business owners, we're just going to hopefully avoid. That's the one. That's the not good one. These are all the good ones that we're going to focus on today. Yeah, so that's, that's here's a hint, though. With that, at least in the U.S., if you pay your taxes, chances are not going to get audited. From my account, and I know that the IRS has much, much bigger fish to fry. Who has he has clients that. Yes like haven't paid haven't filed in like five years and owe like hundreds of thousands of dollars so it's like all right i'm probably not on their radar but i'll stay off their radar by continuing to pay my taxes on time or if you make tons of money and have way too many deductions and things that can cause trouble but anyway we're not here to talk about that we're here yeah. that's the irs's <laughs> problem those are their audits so what we're going to do is we're going to go through and check out our websites and um see how we can utilize the the audit to um get more sales for our businesses to make our websites run better um, to like Tim said, get a foot in the door with clients. There's all kinds of ways we can use them. Well, I want to now that you two guys have said your piece, go for it. Person that's been doing website audits for 
quite a while, Miss Leslie <laughs> Bernal. Did they, no. did they give a good oh, just, I know. <laughs> Not so much. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Not so much lately in the past. Uh, well, yeah, maybe like a year. Um, but yeah, I did used to have a service called a design audit, um, design slash UX audit, where you kind of you know, on the surface, go look through and, and look at how, you know, how the eye flows and are the colors really working and you talk over the goals and all that, you know, where do you, if you could pick one spot for your, for your users to go, you know, what would it be? Um, that kind of thing. So yeah, design is definitely a type of audit that, that can be done. And um, yeah, I should get back to that actually. It's fun. It's fun to go through. Yeah, I think um, from, from, from my experience and stuff, why would, you know, we'll, we'll start with the first thing. Why, would someone want to do a website audit? We recently got a client in um, that was a dentist, a dentist office or a doctor's office in Flagstaff, Arizona, and their website looks pretty nice on the outside. If you went to their website, it looks great, you know. But they weren't happy; it really wasn't converting and stuff. So they had questions: Why isn't Why isn't our website converting? Why isn't things happening and stuff? So one reason why you may want to you know, offer the services for website audits is to evaluate whether or not the business's website is achieving the goals that they're looking for. So if they are looking to get more clients or sell products, you want to find out, okay, you want to look at all of the information, the data, not just the outside aesthetics. You want to dig deep into it, you know, like Stephanie mentioned, SEO, you know, is the, you know, How's it ranking in the search engines for their for their keywords? How is it, you know, are people finding their website and stuff? So these are important things in this day and age. You know, there's what a billion some odd different websites out there, and they're all competing for page one of Google, which is basically 10, 10 websites. Um, so yeah, I mean, why would you want it? You know, to, to obviously to meet your your company's goals and stuff. So someone yeah, and, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to bring up because I was talking to a client today. Um, he's a client that I've had for uh, three or four years now, and he's had the, the same site. But over the years, it started with him and his partner. And now it's really mostly him. So we got on the phone today and basically, you know, his message has changed. His focus has changed. Um, he doesn't want to necessarily a redesign, but now, all you know, the content needs to change. So in this particular case, we're going to be doing you know, I'm going to be doing an audit for him. We're going to change the content and change the focus. So anytime your message changes to your users, your site needs to reflect that. It may be a little bit of tweaking here and there, or it may be a redesign. It just depends on how far, you know, how far have you changed? How far have you maybe honed your skills or something? Maybe you've gone into a niche. So um, my point was getting back to bringing it into a maintenance plan. Cause he's been my maintenance client for several years and you know, this is an opportunity where we're like, okay, this is kind of part of it, but this is a little out of scope. So let's kind of use it. So it's a way to kind of generate um, more money as well and for your existing clients. I think one of our, our, our viewers, Sean Cooper, brings up a really good point. He says they've been doing a lot of accessibility audits lately, and it's been a nice extra revenue generator. In this day and age, that's important. Yeah. Web accessibility. Um, you know, audits are, are huge, and that is a service that you can offer and, you know, will add value to clients' websites and stuff, because I think most web developers and designers, I'm not sure they take that into account, the accessibility aspect of, you know, um, of a website and stuff. So, um, 
I think he brings up a really good point and stuff. I'd, I'd like to hear more if John wants to type in the, in the chat, you know, kind of what that looks like and stuff. Um, that would be great. I'd love to hear more about it and stuff. So definitely looks like she wants to talk. No, I was looking at the chat like, I wonder if he's going to say it. I mean, yeah, I've done a little bit with accessibility stuff too. I used to, I was a web developer for a state university in Georgia Tech. And um, so we had to do a lot of accessibility work there because of the state regulations. They had to have everything accessible. And that involves sort of the front and the back end. So some of these audits are different. You know, they're all different levels of the layers that you're auditing or checking. And so the accessibility has to, um, you know, you have to have all your code in place, your alt tags and all that kind of stuff. But then it also has to be set properly for screen readers to pick everything up and to be able to like the tab order through the pages. There's a lot that goes into all of that. So if, if you've got an organization that um, requires, um, requires those things, then it's uh, a very useful thing to offer because it's something that's really difficult for them to do themselves. I'm gonna honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw myself under the bus out here on this, 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 this topic. This is not a service that we offer publicly and stuff. Obviously, if a client needs it and they come to us, we'll do it. Uh, but it is not something that's a mainstay for our, um, for our business and stuff. But after listening to John in the chat and listening to, I definitely see where it can be a um, a really good asset for, for businesses who already have websites for revenue generator for a web design company, you know, where they may not need an entire redesign. The, um, you know, the, the in scenario for the, for the Flagstaff doctor's office was a complete redesign. Um, you know, they just weren't happy and stuff and it wasn't converting. And even though the site looked good, outward appearances, it looked good. The foundation of the site was not good. It wasn't ranking. People weren't finding their website. Um, you know, all of the things that were are important for a website to be successful online, um, you know, were kind of found out through this initial audit and stuff. And I think that it definitely can lead to extra revenue, small or large. So I have a question. Um, in your guys' experience here on the panel, have you used audits more as something you offer and it's an, more of an inbound thing or to have you used it as an outbound way of, of you know, coming across a new potential client and being like, hey, I can you know, do a SEO audit or design audit or, or whatnot? Because in my opinion, that could come across as like, I don't know, a bit too salesy if you're like, hey, let me tell you everything that's wrong with your site so then I could you know, recommend all these services or like, okay, well... <laughs> of course they're going to find all these things wrong with it because you want me to hire you. Um, so I'm just curious how you have used it. Is it more of an inbound thing once you kind of already have that relationship? Uh, and it's, you know, something that is the client kind of uh, inquires about, or is it something that you use as a way to, uh, as an outbound? If that I sort of did an in-between because y'all know, my friends mostly know that I'm not real salesy. I don't like sales or marketing or anything. So I put it as a product. Um, so they had to come to me if they wanted to discuss it. Um, so it was kind of an in-between. Um, you know, once we start talking, um, you know, we kind of get into the more of the bigger aspects of it. Um, but in that way, 
uh, yeah, I, I kind of put it out there. And, you know, if you want to hear more about it, get in touch and we can talk. So that's a good point of how, how you, how you kind of lay it out. I've done yeah. both. I have um, sold an audit as, as a foot in the door where you sort of have a, a sticker price and you discount it, something like that. I did it at a conference once and, um, and you know, you can get clients doing that kind of thing. It depends. It's depends on how you frame it because it can come across wrong. Yeah. And one of the keys to delivering it is delivering an actual audit, not a proposal. Yeah, so <laughs> you have to, you have to position yourself in the first place. And then when you deliver the actual product, tell them like, this is good. This needs work. You know, I kind of do like a red, yellow, green type thing, right? Like these are critical. This isn't so bad. You're doing this great. And then at the end, say like, say like, this is what I would do first, blah, blah, blah. And then say like, if you would like help on any of these things, let us know, Uh, you know, otherwise that you're, there you go. It's your, it's a standalone item. So, so that's one thing. And, and if you do have the right rapport with somebody when you start, it's super useful to them. Like, because a lot of the, the one client I'm thinking of in particular that I got at that conference, they, um, you know, he was already kind of frustrated with the site and he wanted to have something to take to the higher ups to make a case for getting some work done. So it was perfect. It was exactly what he needed. Um, in, in other cases I've used it. Um, you know, I have, a an ongoing client, that we're doing a big SEO push. And so we do regular audits throughout the site of different elements. Right now we're auditing their categories of their blog. You know, we're auditing their blog basically. And then we, you know, we do um, like code audits all the time for, you know, the proper H tags and those kind of things. So there's, there's all these different sort of elements. I guess it just depends on where That's kind of are. interesting, though, because it kind of, I mean, it really points out you can get real granular in these audits and you even have like an a la carte menu or something, but website audit in general, I mean, it, it's a big thing, you know, if we're really yes. you know, going into it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot that you can cover. So that's why if you're going to sell it or pitch it, you should be really specific about what that includes and what, what they'll get for it. And if you, once you've done them, I mean, the, the bear is the first one. <laughs> Like if you do a first full thing, because it'll take you eight, 10, 12 hours, something like that. But then the next one's like an hour and a half, you know, cause it's like, you got to just get your whole framework in place, all your sections, figure out how to formulate all this information in a way that isn't offensive and also is actionable. And then once you do that, then it's just plug and play. You can just pop the stuff into those, um, those fields. Now, um, I think it was Miro in the chat said that he's offering them for free, which is something you can do too, as a foot in the door to offer something for free. That can be a good or bad. Sometimes that works and it's good, but sometimes people don't trust free. So sometimes even if you sell it for 50 bucks, you might be better off because then people put value on it and they're more willing to trust you because if you're doing it for free, like, that like goes back to what Tim was saying, right? Like if you're doing it for free, aren't you, you're doing it for something, you know? Well, and also to me, um, I don't know if desperate is the right word, but I always get this sense of desperateness and I just don't like that. um, When when someone's giving you something for free. And and it doesn't mean just anything because I've done things for free too, but it just depends on how, how you lay it out. Like how persistent are you with this free thing? You know, like, are you, yeah. are you constantly bugging me about it? Like, come on, it's free. Why wouldn't you? Like, I don't, I wouldn't like that. 
Um, but again, it just depends on your approach. And I want to circle back real quick because Stephanie mentioned, she said, um, you said not to be offensive. When you're going in and you're working, say it's may, most likely could be a site that you didn't design or you didn't build or whatever, um, take care not to shit on the person who built the site. Because um, you, you may have thoughts like, what the fuck is this person thinking? Like, why did they do it like this? And it's just going to make you look ugly you know if you if you throw too many of those kinds of comments out there with with your client um yeah, so be especially it could be you... someone else that built it it could be <laughs> right exactly maybe they did it you, you know make sure you find out <laughs> so yeah uh, it kind of this the whole audit process kind of reminds me of like a home inspection. I'm, this is like on my mind. We're trying to sell our house in Texas. And uh, when there's a buyer, they'll pretty much always hire a home inspector to basically audit and look at every little detail of the house and try to figure out every little thing that's wrong with it. And, um, but the, what's interesting is the difference is there's at least in the U S or at least in Texas, for example, Texas. Um, <laughs> you can't like, it, it is illegal for the inspector to do any of the work. So you can't, you know, the inspector can't say like, here's everything wrong with your house. And like, you can't hire them to go and fix it. Like, cause they consider that a conflict of interest. And so that's yeah, kind of what I was thinking with my initial question was like, it can kind of come across as a conflict of interest. Like, here's all these things that are wrong with your site. And some of non-technical will be like, okay, like I'm going to take your word for it. But it's like, but I like the, the way that Stephanie um, mentioned, it's not about, like it's not sending them a proposal, it's sending them a report and, you know, having like detailed, like factual. So it's not just based off of your opinions and like hypotheticals. It's like, you know, best practice states this, you need to do this type of thing. So it's not like, I think it's ugly. Like, let me, you know, give you a whole <laughs> website for, you know, $10,000. I like these favorite colors. Yeah, I, think, I think this, you know, I don't know if anybody else heard what I heard. I'm going to go ahead and state it. I see a golden opportunity if someone wanted to productize only website audits as a business. That they're so not that even going to try and sell you the services. They're not even going to sell you the services of fixing the website. Mm -hmm. They're only going to do it. I'm going to analyze your site. You're going to get an unbiased you know, opinion. I'm telling you right now, that would kill it. If you did that, people would purchase, you know, that. Um, yeah. I mean, I see that as that could be a potential, you know, business in and of itself and do probably really, really well. I do see that, um, you know, one of the, the, the chat people said that they, um, you know, talked about productizing it, you know. A few um, people have been saying they're doing that on their sites. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, I did with the design. Eric asks, you know, what is he seen as the most popular? SEO, website, social media, online brand. I'm going to go with SEO. SEO audit's probably the, the one that I've heard the most. It's the one that we've paid for personally. We've hired SEO experts to come into our own websites. And we feel like we're pretty much experts in that as well because we rank really well for our niche. And, you know, as far as like, where we rank globally, as far as the entire websites in the world, we feel like we do really well. But even though we do that, I do believe it's smart and wise and good to have somebody who's not enmeshed day to day with it to come in and give an, you know, just an objective outside opinion and look and see and say, okay, yeah, here are some areas that you can improve on. Here are some things that we found. And then you can go in and 
and confirm and, and make some decisions whether they need to do it or not. Um, you know, we've done it a few times over the last few years with our own websites. So don't yeah. think just because you're an expert that you shouldn't have website audits done. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And, and that makes sense that that's the most popular because that's the thing that you can't, I mean, you could look at a website pretty clearly. And even if you're not like, you know, an outstanding designer yourself, you can usually, you know, pick up, this doesn't look good here. I don't like this. I don't like this, but something like SEO, you have to have a trained eye. You have to, to be able to go in and see just like a home inspector that's going to, you know, inspect the foundation and, you know, things in the attic and, and knows what to look for an SEO audit experts going to know, you know, what to look for. And so that makes sense that it's the most popular because it's, it's the hardest to diagnose unless you are an expert. Okay. So we've done the, the why, why? right? Have yeah. we done the when sort of like, sort of, cause no. it can be like a foot Always. in the door. Oh. It could be a foot in the door. Be, well, know. I guess it depends on what you're talking from. If you're coming yeah. from the client side or the the services uh -huh. that actually perform. Yeah, and if it's your original client or somebody uh, new that you didn't uh, even build their site, I mean. Uh, I would say we have touched on the win as far as on the us, you know, web designer side, but when should a client, for example, because we may have people watching this or listening to this on yeah. iTunes and stuff that they may be interested in, hey, I have a business and when should I get an audit and stuff? So I would say whenever you're, if you're really looking to hit a certain conversion goal or hit a sales goal or something like that, and you're really ready to use your website as a tool for that, that's the time. That's when you want to come in and say like, okay, what's working? What isn't particularly before you invest in a lot of like outbound marketing, paid ads, things like that. You know, you don't want to spend a ton of money and then come back and realize like, oh, my site wasn't optimized at all for SEO, for conversions, for any of these things, you know? So sort of at the beginning of a big campaign, I would say would be um, the key point for the when for a website owner. Yeah. And then, so like we're doing with this SEO client, like periodically we're going back and checking things because that's the thing, that's the super fun part about SEO is that it constantly changes. Right. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta keep doing it. You gotta keep going back. It's job security for us, but boy, can it be tricky. And I'll tell you what else is tricky. How about running an audit on a website that you built for somebody and having to tell them all the things that are wrong with <laughs> That's super fun. <laughs> Unless it's it's stuff that they they added to it. Like there, I have a few clients in particular that come to mind where I built it and then they took it and yeah. in my mind screwed it up. I saw so, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I could I could pretty easily tell them every little thing that that that's wrong with it, and it's ninety nine percent of it is, is things they added, but. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that's a good point, though, because when I was talking to my client earlier today, um, you know, I told him, I was like, well, hey, you know, when we do this, when you give, send me your new content, you know, while I'm in there, I'm going to go ahead and do a few things. I was like, you know, I, I made this this color and, you know, I've learned better now. So that color really shouldn't be there. We should use something else for that treatment. And but yeah, I told him, I was like, you know, I, I need to change that because, uh, you know, back to, I, I know more now and I'm, you know, hopefully we all learn as, as we're, as we're progressing. So you're, you should be looking back on your work and being like, that sucks. I, I needed to fix that. Like, yeah, no, oh, absolutely. <laughs> when I, when I still have clients from my very first websites that I ever built and I had nowhere near the knowledge that I have now. 
So I have no problem in going back and letting them know, throwing myself under the bus and saying, right. hey, look, <laughs> you know, I was brand new when we started. Right. <laughs> Here are the things that, you know, I've learned over the years and stuff and passing that along. Most of your clients are going to respect that as opposed to. Yeah. And if you've established. You upset. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> um, I had a whole bunch of stuff I wanted to say, but I can't remember any of it. Oh, man. So, did we finish with the win? I think so. What was the third one? How? How? That's How? like. That's a big one, right? Because it's one thing if it's something that's like your part of the pie that you do, right? If you do CSS, you can go crush some CSS on somebody else's site, tell them all the things they're doing wrong. Or if you do design, you know, whatever it is, you can go and say like, oh, this is clearly wrong. But what if you're not an SEO guru and SEO changes all the time and all this stuff? And how do you find out what, what your site's doing? Do you guys have tools that you use? Absolutely. Yeah. Eight maps, Google Analytics. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, love me some Ahrefs. Ahrefs. I know. Uh, love me some Ahrefs. I mean, if you're, I'll, you know, I'll go ahead and give Ahrefs some, some plugs. It's A H F S dot com. HTML for a link. Ahrefs. If Sarah was here, we'll say Ahrefs. Some people call it Ahrefs. Uh -uh. But I think they, they pronounce it hrefs. <laughs> They're wrong. Those people probably call them GIFs too. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very powerful tool. It's expensive. I think the lowest, <laughs> the lowest plan that they offer is like $100 a month. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, in my opinion, it's worth it. I mean, if you're, if you're serious about your business, you need to be serious about analyzing how well your website's doing. You need to be auditing yourself and your website on a cons consistent basis and hrefs is kind of where i started doing that with aspengrowstudios.com and divi.space because it allowed me to see easily you know if where we were ranking what content was performing the best are we hitting our um you know the keywords or our niche that we really wanted to go after like the phrase divi you know which has i want to say like 40,000 searches a month, you know, how are we doing? You know, that's our, that's our niche market. You know, how do we compare to, you know, some of our competitors out there? And it allows you to analyze your website versus your competitor's website. So that's huge. And it'll tell you where you're lacking, what you need to improve on, um, you know, what you need to do to, you know, kind of take it to the next level. And that's just one tool. There are tons of tools out there. Leslie mentioned heat mapping and stuff. Yeah, I, mean, I think Hotjar. Hotjar is one of them that I, yeah. that I do. That's Neil Patel's. Is that Neil Patel's? No. Uh -uh. Uber, Uber suggests is Neil Patel's. Well, those are different though. Hotjar is the um, the heat maps and the screen recordings. Hotjar, and then there's another one that's almost the same as Hotjar that has an excellent free free level that I've used. I use on a bunch of sites. It's called uh, mouse flow and you can sign up for the free one. And like, usually, I mean, it doesn't give you a ton, but on low traffic sites, like my credits will usually run out by the end of the month, but then it just re-ups the next month, but it gives you enough. It's not like I need to see every single visitor and that, that gives some good usability audit material. 
I, I knew that Neil Patel also had a heat mapping thing. Crazy, crazy egg. egg. Crazy egg, yeah. Crazy that's, egg. That's the, yeah. Crazy egg is yeah. the one that. That, that one's been around a while, I, I think. Neil Patel has a lot of free tools. Yeah, he's got a lot of really good stuff. He has, um, he has an SEO, SEO. analyzer yeah. on his site. Yeah, his are all SEO based. But, um, yeah, Uber suggests, uh, in my opinion, I pay for Ahrefs too, and it's expensive. Uber suggests does a lot of what Ahrefs does, but it's free. Definitely def doesn't have as many features or as much many data points, um, and it's not quite as good. But it's a great place to start if you're interested in doing like SEO analyzing of different websites and stuff like that. Uber suggests, like in Uber, U B E R. B-E-R. Yes. I said U-B-E-R. U-B-E-R. Okay. That's how you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> U-B-E-R suggest. Uh, Neopatel.com slash Uber suggest. Okay. It would has no relation to the uh, car driver. Yeah, the car <laughs> rental, whatever, uh, driver, pickup, whatever you want. Um, ride chair. Ride chair. There you go. <laughs> We, that's why we're a team here, man. We need four people over here. To help we us. do. Just to finish sentences, yeah. Finish sentences, exactly. <laughs> so I um, I messaged, I hit up my buddy, Michael Lofton, who is an SEO guy. And um, he and I have worked together on a couple projects. And I said, this is what we're talking about today. Give me some tips to share with the peoples. And um, so he gave me a whole big long list of a bunch of tips. But un under the section free and paid tools. These were his suggestions. So he said that the Google keyword planner is good. You can get some information there if you're trying, which that sort of goes into that competitive analysis, that competitive audit kind of, you can go in and see what other people are ranking for and things. Screaming frog, which is one that I've heard of a bit recently. Yeah, um, I think it's an app you put right on your computer and you scan things as opposed to an online tool. Uh, he also mentioned Neil Patel's SEO analyzer, which is just another one of Neil's tools. And then um, long um, LSI, the, uh, oh, he's going to be so mad at me. I can't remember what LSI stands for, but the long tail, t long tail keywords. Yeah. <laughs> Long KLT words <laughs> um, <laughs> for gathering topics, which is answer the public, which is also a hilarious. I've heard thing. of that. Yeah. It's a picture of like an old guy in a sweater, just like nodding and being like impatient. Yeah. With while you type in your <laughs> it's like a kooky guy. Yeah. <laughs> answer the what? Answer, answer the public. public.com. I was just going to bring that up actually. So it pulls from Google. So Google itself, just going to google.com, the autocomplete. Yeah. is a great keyword research because they're predicting uh, what you're typing based off of how often something is searched for. And so just using that itself, that's probably like the easiest to use because just, at least for me, I'm always on Google anyways. And so seeing that using the autocomplete and then also uh, when you type in a keyword and then um, Google will have like additional questions on the search results page. Not always, but sometimes depending on what you're searching. So like, for example, if I type in Divi, it, it'll say people also ask how much does Divi right. cost? What is the difference between Divi and Divi Builder? Is Divi easy to use? Like those are things people are asking. So that's a great keyword research tool that you can use for SEO because Google's basically telling you like, Here's what you should Here's create content for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and when you're doing a competitive analysis like that, search what you want someone to find you for. See who are the top three people and go audit their sites. Yeah. Check 
them out, see what they're doing because they're winning, they're beating you. So see what they're doing right and then start yeah. doing those things. Yeah, but better. But better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah I mean, that's why I've, I, I haven't paid for a lot of the tools. All of the ones that Stephanie mentioned, if you're an SEO person and that's your jam, you probably need to do SEM Rush, Ahrefs, Screaming Frog. I know Corey Hammond, who's a good friend of ours. He's an SEO expert. He has all of those tools, every single one of them. It costs a small fortune yeah. just to have those tools every month. But that's kind of his his thing. That's what he does. You know, some people pay $500 a month for their hosting, right, Tim? <laughs> so we all have our things. We all have our tools. Tim, are you paying 500 bucks a month for your hosting? <laughs> I'm probably paying more than that because I have a bunch of different hosting accounts so that I can test our plugins on all the different hosting accounts and stuff like that. So I'm just yeah, so if you want to start selling plugins and you think it's some fast cash, uh, there's more to it. Yeah. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> but yeah, no, because I, I for my WP engine dedicated server, it was six grand a year, which is five hundred dollars a month. Um so it's more than that because that's only one hosting company. <laughs> The point is, you're an expert in this. This is what you do. So for those people to pay for the expert tools, it fits. For all, for each one of us to go and do all those paid tools, is it worth it? Is it not? You know, maybe we do like what David's doing with Aspen Grove, right? They pay for Ahrefs. So yeah. that's something that they're getting value from, and they're able to take that data and leverage it into traffic, sales, whatever. So if you do something like that, then that's a good like sort of ongoing audit tool. What are you laughing at? If y'all want to have some fun, I just went by the chat on our um, our live viewers in YouTube. Um, uh -huh. Let me see here. Uh, Carlos says SEO is like search for idiot on Google Images, and he laughed. So I searched idiot on Google Images. <laughs> if you want a good laugh, search for idiot and then select the images tab on Google. Hysterical. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. So I'm All right, we'll do that. <laughs> doesn't have to do with our topic but might as well have some fun while we're here. might as well uh, our, our president is in there quite a bit with his dunk hat on and all kinds of good oh, boy. yeah that, that's thanks to to google uh manipulating search results based off of their own political oh, aspirations man. but i'm like i'm sat like let's pull it out Stop. pull it out <laughs> it's still funny it's still funny so um, how about those audits you guys um <laughs> pretty fun huh yeah. so yeah kind of back to what uh stephanie was saying like you probably don't need to pay like honestly i would say like you probably unless you're going to become an seo person that's providing a bunch of seo services in my opinion i don't think you really need to pay for anything because uh uber suggests the google uh um, autocomplete, uh, ask the public, like all of those tools yeah. are free and you can use them. Uh, for me, I pay for Ahrefs as well, like David does. But like sometimes I ask myself, because th they'll sometimes be like like a month or two that I haven't used it, just, you know, focus on other things. And so sometimes I'm like, why don't I just deactivate when I need to use it again, you know, a month or two later, then re-up the subscription. <laughs> so I'm not paying the $100 a month for nothing. But it's such a good tool that it provides so much value that, you know, it's not too big of a deal, but. Hey, Tim, you're a genius. Maybe I should do that, man. <laughs> so we talked about a ton of the free ones. There's no, I mean, it's boring to just list a whole like 
read off a list of paid tools that are good too. We've mentioned some of those. How about we'll put a list in the show notes and um, maybe on the Facebook page, we'll, we'll share some of the other, some, you know, lists of some of the ones or anybody else can chime in. You know, if you guys have um, other tools that you've found useful that are free or, or paid, um, throw them in the chat, you know, like let's all pool our experiences to share, um, share what's worked for us. And since most of us are in the same boat. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a great idea. Um, And while you're typing in the chat, Pablo says it's smash time, you guys. Oh man. Time to hit that button. Smash that like (laughs) button. That's what I'm talking about. Smash it. Yeah. And I agree, Mike, 99 bucks a month is definitely a lot. And so my thinking is start with something like Uber suggest, which has a lot of those features. And Neil Patel's goal is to basically continue adding features to Uber suggest and keep it free. And so have all the features of SEM rush and Ahrefs inside Uber suggest for free. So it's not there yet, but it's definitely a good place to start before you start forking out a hundred dollars a month every month. Yeah. And Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Leslie. No, I just want to, if you're going to be planning, you know, if you know that, Hey, you know, our, our business, our website really needs this audit or several types of audits, make sure you have a, a budget allocated because you're going to find that it might be a can of worms. So maybe you're not a great content writer. If, if, if everything, all the data is telling you, okay, the content needs to change crap. Now I need to hire a content writer. So be prepared that it might, you might get some rabbit holes in there and you might not, I wasn't planning on paying for all this. Well, you might need to because it all goes together. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say this on the, I'm going to piggyback on Leslie's comment here. It is a lot of work. And it costs you know, money to be successful online. So um, that's what I've learned over the years, especially since we productized on the business. Just it's a ton of work to be competitive against the world, basically, you know, and uh, it, it just takes a tremendous amount of time and money. So if you're not, if you just want to focus locally on your business and stuff, and you're not interested in, going global and stuff and you you probably don't even need to use a lot of these tools and stuff that we're we're talking about and stuff but if you want to come out into the competitive global market you're going to have to you're going to have <laughs> you want to swim with the big fish <laughs> you better get ready to spend some money uh because you know it, it is it just it's a lot of work people don't realize and business owners don't realize how much work goes into being successful online it's yeah. a tremendous amount and it never stops. It never it stops. continues right. and continues. I There's- haven't slept in four years. <laughs> I can tell. Why are you so How do you have your hair still? <laughs> the, uh, the other thing with these audits that I think maybe we should mention, just uh, like it seems obvious, but let's just say it anyway. If you're going to go to the trouble of paying for tools, paying for services for somebody to do an audit, taking the time to do it yourself, all of these things, then take action with what you learn. Don't just, I mean, it's no, it's not worth any more than the piece of paper you can print it on if you don't actually do something with what you learn. So if you learn that your copy needs some work, like Leslie said, yeah, yeah, that might suck, but like get a copywriter, get, get it done better. Or, or, you know, if it's your CSS or your code is crap, go take a course, learn how to do it, whatever it is, like take action. Cause otherwise it's all kind of pointless. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, I don't know what else I would want to say other than, hey, yeah. this I, is a, you know, I'd rather want to go an avenue, go for it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we talked a lot about SEO audits, touched on design audits, audits, audits. <laughs> Something wrong today. I don't know. Um, this room that I'm in was freshly painted. Just giggle. You so I'm, I'm, I'm sniffing paint fumes in here. So I'm a little crazy. You didn't eat lunch. So and I haven't eaten lunch yet. So I'm a little loopy. Um, yeah. One thing we haven't touched on though is uh, or we besides saying it is technical audits. Cause that's something that, uh, I have experienced a little bit where people will say, why is my website loading so slowly? Like what's screwed up? And like you log in and you see, they have like, you know, 154 plugins and they're using four different page builders. And then they're, they're on like GoDaddy's crappy hosting or <laughs> Bluehost or something. So yeah, that's something that, that, uh, I feel like comes up ever so often um, with people and it's a good opportunity to, you know, kind of do an audit, you know, do page speed, look at, you know, what their, their website speed and uh, figure out what the causes are and, and stuff like that, because that's a huge deal that also impacts SEO as well. Yeah. So I, I think, um, well, I'm going to save it from a parting thought. Oh, <laughs> like the rule is you're not allowed to think of your part you're gonna forget it by the seconds. time no 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 I, this is you ready. know to, to me it's the most probably i think most of our audience and most of the people that are watching us or people who are building divi you know using divi as a tool yeah. to websites for clients and i think that there was a couple of really good valuable nuggets in this episode that i think um you know I, I just want to save those for, you know, parting thoughts. A rainy day. Also, like what Tim was saying, um, if you use things like Manage WP, so we do that with Focus, right? We have that. So, you know, if we're going to start up with a new client, whether we're going to be doing a site for them or it's a maintenance client for Focus, pop them in there, run a backup, clean up their plugins. I mean, I just did this for a, a new client this week. Go just clean up all their plugins, take out, all the junky ones, run the performance scan, run the security scan, run all of that, generate a report. I mean, if you, ha if you have one of those tools, main WP or manage WP or whatever, all they are, I mean, you could do that in literally like 15 minutes, do all of those things, generate a, a custom report. And I mean, that's a huge value add. And you can, if you pop in a, um, like a WP rocket plugin or something like that on top of it, you can boost their page speed too. Like you could show them a before and after. I mean, you can really deliver something of value to a new client right out of the gate with very little effort or investment. Right. And that builds trust right away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I, I mean, we just got to hear the final thought. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Sorry. I'm Too saving. soon? Well, no, we, we can do them now. I mean, I'm, I think we've pretty much covered, you know, this topic pretty well. Pushed it. Um, um, so, you know, if there's anything else that we didn't cover that you feel like we need to discuss, if not, I say we just go to parting thoughts and stuff. Do it. <clears throat> Who wants to go first? You go, David. <laughs> all right, all right. Dang it. Um, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Go I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think because I'm a I'm a sales and marketing guy, and that's just where my brain works, and my brain is about numbers and revenue and opportunity. Um, I think if you're a web designer, 
and you're not offering audits, or if you're at a place where you're trying to figure out what your web design business looks like or is, I think one of the biggest value bombs in this thing was, was what Tim said, you know, um, becoming a website auditor as opposed to a website builder. And if you can become an expert in, um, you know, staying up to date with what it takes to be successful online, whether it's site architecture, SEO, design, content, and you focus on that, holy cow, I really think that somebody could kill it. Um, how much How much search volume is there for website audit, just out of curiosity, you know, in Google? How much? How if much only I had an Ahrefs subscription, <laughs> I would go check. Sam, what is it? You should be typing right now, man. What is I'm it? I'm preparing for my final thought. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm, well, I'm, so I, I think there's an opportunity there. I really also, do. I mean, just for some of the, I know uh, like pretty much all you guys that are in the live chat right now, I know a lot of the other people. And I know one of the big struggles is getting clients and pricing and value and all that kind of stuff. And I'm here to tell you, you can sell an audit for 50 bucks. You can give it away for free. I've sold them for $1,500. If you go and do a detailed audit of someone's full SEO, and you might have to hire some of it out you know, hire out to an expert to do like a specific part of that. And then you do the parts that you're an expert on. And it, it's a value that it's, it really could be, you know, it's not like you're out there trying to peddle $50 things and going broke. Like you really could have a high ticket price item and build a business around it. I, I totally agree with you, David. And I, I just did the, I just looked up what just website audit, just that phrase. There's mm -hmm thousand searches a month eight thousand eight thousand you do not have to have all eight thousand people searching for website audit a month to do really well i mean if you can what get about divi website audit oh man <laughs> let me go with that probably not very high i'm just gonna be <laughs> um but you know because that is very niche and it is going down matter of fact there's zero search volume for that divi website audit there you go. There's one now. I just searched for it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> one now. So, yeah, I mean, you know, um, yeah, there's, 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 there's quite a bit of things that, um, you know, that you can do. I, I agree with what Stephanie said. So. Who, who else? Who's got, who else has a parting thought? I, I got one. I didn't save any back. I, I gave, I gave my all. <laughs> I gave all so, my. <laughs> I have a final thought. Um, so, I mean, this kind of goes along with what David's saying, maybe not so much, you know, specializing in that and building a business around auditing. But I think even if you don't plan to have SEO audits as a service or a product or, or, or whatever, I think learning that process and becoming an expert at auditing is an essential skill if you plan on creating websites and continuing to become an expert at creating websites. Because if you think about it, that's really what experts do. Take, for example, like a home inspector. They come in and they're an expert at how houses are built, how they should be built. They can look and know that, you know, uh, there needs to be this for it to be up to code and this has to happen. The plumbing needs to be this way and the foundation needs to have this. And they can basically look at all the components of a house and know what makes a good house. And so as a website expert, 
you should be able to go in and do a design audit and know what makes a design good, right? Okay, you need high quality images, you need a color scheme that complements those images, and you need this and that and good typography. And uh, on the technical side, you need to go in and be able to audit and look at, okay, you know, this isn't running well because of this. And uh, it's the, the page is loading really slow because of these things here. And then, you know, all the different parts of a, a website that goes into a website that goes into running a successful business around a website. I think those are all essential skills, even if you don't plan on actually doing an audit for a customer and handing them a report and selling them that product or service. Those are still really good skills to learn because basically what you're doing is you're breaking out everything that it takes to, to make a well-run website, a well-designed website, whatever, and dissecting it and, and kind of you know, breaking it apart. And so I think that's a really good skill set to have moving forward, regardless of whether or not you actually perform it as a product or service. Does that make any sense? Yes, okay. absolutely. Say it again. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So <laughs> website <honest. laughs> Leslie, do you have a final thought? Um, I kind of do. Um, it's more, it's not really to this particular topic, but in, in talking, it made, made me think of this. Um, Something I've found since being in the web design industry is there's a lot of unethical people. There's a lot of unethical practices. And sometimes I get worried when we have these chats like, oh, this is a way to make money and this is another way to do. I worry that some viewers um, might go out and be like, cool, I'm going to add it, even though you don't really know how to do it um, mm -hmm. with anything that we suggest or anybody suggests. Make sure you actually know what you're doing. Um, I've just come across a lot of unscrupulous people who will do anything to make mo make money and I just it I really dislike that about this industry um so you know I'm just saying if you need to take a course take a course um just you know if you're going to offer something make sure you can deliver on what you're you, what you say you can um because you know nobody wants to screw over a client just for a couple hundred bucks or you shouldn't want to do that <laughs> no I, I think that's Excellent. In fact, we should have a topic, actually, a whole chibi chat on that. So. <laughs> on oh, yeah, on ethics. Quit screwing clients. <laughs> there you go. F and ethics with Leslie Bernal. How to quit screwing clients. Why, how, and when? I'm thinking, like, in our little, in my little focus on your biz group, we might have to do a little contest or something. Maybe see if we, who can oh, land yeah. a. Like maybe we'll do some samples, share. Um, like let's I need maybe... to get back in that group, see what y'all talk about. Because yeah, I left a bunch of groups. Mostly you. Mostly you. I, I know. I left like 10 groups. I need to go back. <laughs> maybe we can uh, share some templates that we've come up with because that's the most time-consuming part, you know, if anybody has them. or um, And see if we can like maybe do test audits on each other or something like that just to, like Leslie's saying, make sure you got it nailed. And then maybe we'll run a little contest and see who can – Ooh. land one in the next 30 days or something like that i don't know maybe we'll do something check out the group i'll figure something out and i'll type please it. no one do a, an audit on any of my websites <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that is that criticism is not invited at this time yeah. <laughs> we're Dang, already in ready. redesign mode you're not ready oh it is <laughs> learning okay yeah. it has been for you know like a year but same yeah always oh forever okay. and ever it is super fantastic to be back. It's good to hear everybody in the chat. It's great to be talking about web design and business and um, fun stuff. We yeah. have missed you, my friend. I have missed you guys, man. This is this has been awesome. 
And I won't be missing any more. Dang it. Dang it. Summer's over. We'll hold you to that. We got it on I got it on tape. (laughs) I know. Good, good. All right. Well, hey. Next week we've got another great topic. I have no freaking clue what it is. Oh, I'll tell you what it is too. So what it is. Uh, what'd you say? Tell us. Oh, it's oh. Uh, tax audits. <laughs> How to beat the IRS. How to beat the IRS. Is methods of teaching Divi to clients. PDFs, yeah. online links, videos, one-on-one, screencasts, etc. Teaching Divi to clients. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a great topic. There's a couple other good ones coming up. Maybe we'll switch it out. Oh. Speaking <laughs> of topics, you guys, if you're listening, if you're Who's listening use guys hit us up give us some topic ideas we'll 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 take them give us topic ideas drop a review we get like hardly i want to like read your <laughs> reviews and say your name on the show and nobody and in case we don't email you back it does we are getting the emails but we don't always email back if it's just like a, a suggestion or something i try to if i remember but i'll be honest sometimes they just forget to email back but we do read them yeah so um. yeah Subscribe. I like Josh's, you know, see who can screw the most customers. Mm-hmm. That'll, be, that'll be the contest. <laughs> yeah. So, all right, I agree. Send in some topics, send in some reviews, let us know how we're doing. Um, yeah. Remember, go, go audit divi.life. What is it? Divilife.com. Yeah, divilife.com, man. He's got yeah, divi.life. Divi.life. Also, Everybody, everybody's already on it. They're going to audit it. <laughs> I expect. Well, divi- while you're auditing, go, go ahead and sign up for my all access pass. <laughs> audit the whole checkout experience too <laughs> about how that su- stupid sidebar covers up half the words <laughs> wait on what never mind i told you about it a long time ago oh, yeah. <laughs> well that's probably when around the time that the redesign has started began. yeah <laughs> getting close getting close <laughs> all right everybody we'll see you next week it was fun according to leslie bernal we have no clue what we're talking about next week change it out so it could be, you know, what we just said, or it could be something totally else. You know, so. we'll keep you on your toes. We're gonna do our best to actually show up, though. That's the key. Yes, we will do our best to not cancel. Turning <laughs> over a new leaf, everyone. David's back, so the yeah. cat was away. You know. Well, and keep in mind when Divi Chat started, we had like sixteen. Now we're down to nine, so it's different. And it's summer and families and all that. Tim, what do you have to say? Take care. Bye-bye. Peace out, everybody. Bye.